Okay, well, greetings in the name of the Most High. The um, <clears throat> Well, it's not just about the murder. I don't know how you're doing with this, but I'll just tell you my problem. I've never read in a you know novel or a historical uh, account. Or I guess the closest one would be the French Revolution at the time of the guillotine. But I have never really seen anything like a mass extinction of the human race by government at the behest of rich rich people. With the idea that even though the attack has been thoroughly, completely vetted and understood, where three-quarters of the population can't seem to understand what's happening to them. And if they do die, they die in complete ignorance as to why they lived or to what this was about. 
I've never read a, a fictional book like that. Well, you know, sci-fi, I guess you wipe out a world, you wipe out this world. I guess, yeah, maybe in sci-fi. You know, but... Uh, you know, it was very cartoonish, this idea that uh, you would have this mass murder situation. Uh, you know what I mean? It'd be like a cartoony kind of, you know, books for kids. They wipe out this world. They, here's the Death Star, you know, Star Wars, or, you know, Star Trekers. But the idea that you'd have to be as a citizen to fathom the, the idea that a cohesive 100% agreement exists within all governments and so-called states of the world to assassinate its own citizens in mass and to either lock them up, lock them down, put them in solitary confinement, and otherwise torture them if they disagree. I've never really, I can't, I'm just beginning now because my mind could not understand, couldn't, my mind could not uh, envelop that concept. You know, I, it's the stuff of, you know, you know, like I say, dark sci-fi, you know, the, 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 you know, the future is 1984. I've never really, you know, thought about, well, what if that was real? Even battling through the COVID, I just kept thinking, oh, we're just going to keep battling through this and these evil doers or these evil bastards are going to get caught and go to prison or something's going to happen. Of course, you know, then I was met with nothing. There is no consequence for any of them. Maybe a little bad press and it looks like something's going to happen, then it just gets quashed. So never before have I lived in an environment where I am... 100%, and you are too, hated that you exist. For your existence, you're hated. By your government that you pay from your hard-earned tax dollars that you pay in. I can't, of course, that's perfectly satanic, right? You pay people to kill you, and of course they don't. You know you're 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 gaslit to the extent that you think you're getting good, but you're getting evil back on you. You do good for someone, but you get evil as a result. That's beautiful Satanism, right? That's what the, all the witches are always vying for. You'll do yourself in. You'll trust the wrong people. This is what. Well, you know, and then when it comes down to it, <laughs> what was the whole war about? Cornholio, <laughs> to make a euphemistic, uh, I guess a dumb joke. And, and that's what it was over. What was the whole war? You know, this, and a boy says to his father, well, Dad... What was the war over that uh, extincted the whole earth back then? Why, why, what was it about? <laughs> Do you think anyone would have the proper 
negative self-image and shame and guilt to say it was over, uh, you know, ass-humping. That seemed to be the entire reason for billions of people becoming extinct. I thought it was about meat-eating. I thought it was they didn't want to eat bugs. I thought it was because they, you know, tell all the suicides, of course. I thought it was because they weren't allowed to transition to what uh, they felt they really were. When in actuality, God doesn't make mistakes. <laughs> of course, they can't admit that. They have to find a way that they have to improve on God. I've had people like that in my house, and they were no sort of repulsed. And they hated us. They hated us. I said, why come here if you hate us? We say God doesn't make mistakes. You say he does. Because of that difference, You, your entire being hates us. That doesn't sound normal. Your entire being wants to kill us. That's really what you are, a murderer. What you would really do if you could. Because we don't agree with you. So one could say, well, Dad, why was there such a horrible, you know, outcome as all these people dead? Uh, because they couldn't agree uh, on God. Because they couldn't agree on uh, certain sex acts. Because they couldn't agree, you know, whatever. But really, it almost comes down to the whole thing is, is, is really, you know, or if you like, um, whether or not children should be abused by adults. And, you know, just like, oh, well, they wouldn't do that. Well, dim, stupid liberal. Of course they would. What do you think the whole point of getting the laws changed is? To torture children in cages and with torture techniques and, you know, and, and abuse them. And, you know, they don't walk out. They die. You know, the murder, called murder, murder, murder. Excuse me. Get this around your stupid, stupid you know, 20 IQ head with your MIT degree. Murder. Okay, dumbass? It starts, of course, I can tell any child with these new laws what NAMBLA wants to pass. I can have any child, you know, that I want, you know, will bend over for me whenever I feel like it because I'm the adult. And that, of course, you know, man left to his devices, that becomes torture, that becomes all the rest of it. They all wear this little pinky ring to show that they're all in the club. Right, King Charles, he's he's a big, big pedo. You know what's his name? You know Epstein, Jelaine uh, Maxwell, and all those kind of people. Jimmy Savile, and, you know the Podestas, and the Clintons, and the the whole entire government of the United States, uh, the entire government of Australia and New Zealand. Remember, I had Greg Hallett on here. He's still out there. I haven't talked to him in a long time, but obviously uh, he said New Zealand was a pedophile network or pedophile club, you know, posing as a country. So you can say, you know, it all came down to Cornholio. You know, it all came down to 
whether or not you could, you know, but, but it goes further than that because it actually goes to, you know, human sacrifice. Well, the whole war was between the people that wanted to, you know, murder babies and the women. Oh, they wouldn't want post-birth abortion. You're just a bigot. And now we see post-birth is not only on the docket, but being practiced. How many times, oh, oh, we don't recruit boys. They just want gay rights. And then then what did that turn into? Total recruitment. So what do you want, you dumb fucking pieces of shit? What do you want? I'll tell you what I want. How about I get to say what I want for a change and you shut up? You know, I'd like to see a little justice, a little balance. I'd like to see a little karma. And they say, well, if your dog and 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 and, and uh, one of these, like, you know, super woke, libtard, uh, you know, uh, communist, uh, uh, America-hating, you know, life-hating, people-hating, you know, man shouldn't be here because it's ruined the earth. Well, these guys are floating down the river along with my dog, and I have to rescue one of them. Which one do you think I'm going to rescue? That's right. We have no human solidarity. Well, the human part of me would want to grab the human out. And watch my dog die. And that, of course, is the normal answer. But things have gone so far now, I don't know that we that we have that anymore. I feel I have lost my connection because of them, not me. I've always been patient. I've always been kind. You know, I've always, you know, I've, I've got along great in the arts where everybody has... You know, guys are putting on makeup and doing all this stuff way when I was like a kid. You know what I mean? It was like totally normal. The whole, you know, this, that. You know, it was cool to be bisexual. It was cool to be like, you know, the whole thing back then, all the rock stars were. Everybody should be. You know, it was like they were pushing it, pushing it. The UN was pushing it heavily because they wanted depopulation. Well, let me tell you something. The only reason they want depopulation is because it, we never... Because God wanted population, that's why. We never populated the earth. Now I hear in L.A. County, just an FYI from Steve Hirsch, I just overheard this, that in in like two and a half years, something like, you know, 11, was it 11 children, Trish? 11 children in L.A. County died of COVID in two and a half years. I'm just going to let that sit there. Let's have a moment of silence. 11. Moment of silence. 11. Moment of silence. I just wonder when, you know, some of these adults will wake up. 11. Two and a half years. 11 in two and a half years. 11 in two and a half years. 11. In two and a half years. We must mandate that all children wear life vests all day. Why? Because more died of drowning than COVID. How many died in COVID? 
uh, during the peak COVID time in L.A. County. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. 11. If you want to substitute fuck you, go ahead. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Okay, this has got off to the bad. See, cannot get my mind around it. That these people would be waiting in the wings to murder everybody on earth and do it proudly until they get caught and look at the whimpering, the rats jumping off the ship and look at them turning on each other. Oh, my God. I'm a witness. I'm here to do God's work. And part of that is doing this kind of show. I'm here to do God's work. I'm here to, you know, I'm not here to condemn but forgive. So I'm hated. If I'm here to condemn, I'm loved. If I'm here to hate, I'm loved. If I call my love uh, anything but hate, My love is called hate by the world. The worlders are mainly concerned with the anus of mankind. Main concern. There's no other concern. And that's what caused the mass extinction event. Man couldn't figure out whether it was okay or not. Blamed it on people that said it wasn't. Therefore killed everybody that disagreed. And wound up with no one in the end. Not even one person survived. You mean over a little thing like that? Yes, sonny boy, over a little thing like that. You think that we grow from boys to men? We don't. We just get worse. More petulant. More selfish. More disagreeable. More murderous. Okay, kid? Don't ever become like your father. Because believe me, your dad, when you finally pull the facade away, is a sniveling, greedy coward looking for whatever kind of quick shelter, whatever kind of game he can play to survive. And if it comes down to it, he wouldn't stay with you or your mother or anybody else. He would bail. And he'll have a chance to do that coming up here with the economy collapsing. And of course... Oh, I woke up and, and and everything was worth nothing. I had no job. My money's worth nothing. Crypto's worth nothing. It all went dead. And and oh, I gotta leave and go find some opportunity. I'll be back. I'll be back, kiddo. Yeah, you and me, Dad. I'll be back, kiddo. <laughs> I'm just gonna go out and blow my brains out in the garage. <laughs>
has anybody ever really given the time to think about, you know, what these mutilations are going to do to these kids who before they even come to puberty are, uh, you know, put on blockers and then eventually uh, castrated and, and mutilated? D- does anyone give any thought to the suicides that are going to happen? And, oh, no, I guarantee they'll happen. No, 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 I guarantee there is no way back. The, you've already murdered. These kids are already murdered by their teachers who think they can play God and force you into genital mutilation when no other country is doing this. The only reason this is happening is a punishment to the United States for being cantankerous against the New World Order. That's it, period. End of story. Nobody gives a shit about kids anywhere on this earth. Nobody. If they did, you wouldn't see what you see. So here we are with this, uh, you know, government still trying to figure out another way. Well, that didn't work. The COVID blew up because of the, you know, patriots in the United States mainly, the truthers, blew it up. That's why they're being prosecuted because uh, they're in the way of this, you know, satanic order where the, you know, where we're supposed to have uh, Lucifer Antichrist up front and worshipped, right, through television or whatever, you know, very popular character. We're supposed to have human sacrifice in Las Vegas and other places, like the Stephen King novel. We're supposed to have, you know, open, you know, uh, sacrifices, wars, mutilations, beheadings, all this on television 24-7 so that people can really enjoy themselves. We're supposed to have everybody let go and become debauched and become double-minded and become a reprobate in everything they do, Uh, you know, and then, you know, God's supposed to come in and take everybody out like the flood, which would have been engineered by Lucifer and not God. Thank you very much. That's all for today. Okay, so I can't get my mind around this thing, you know, and and uh, and also uh, I have the same thing to say about the rhinos and the so-called conservatives. I don't fit in their group either. I don't fit with the liberals. I don't fit with the conservatives. I don't fit with the Repub- Republicans. What? I guess uh, I'm going to have to wrap this up. With a lot of danger. We have a lot of danger around here. You know, a lot of things happen. I um, I should probably give a word when I, you know, I it's. I started out today by trying to say I'm having trouble getting my mind around all of this. My main problem are people in the streets walking around as if they have something to do. I can't stand them anymore. I I want to disrupt them, but I, I won't do it because I'm a peaceful person and I vow not to do things like that just because I, I feel childish and frustrated.
but I would love to just put a pie in their face, you know, as they're walking along Fifth Avenue and doing their shopping in Beverly Hills or whatever, having their, you know, relaxing on their yachts. They're not pulling back. They're not afraid of it. You know, the, you know, just not, not the elites, but the rich, they're not afraid of anything. They're buying their beach houses and they're, they're living right up on the beach and right there where, you know, Obama built his dream home right on the beach of Arthur's Vineyard. He's got another big house in Hawaii right there on the beach. You know, Zuckerberg lives in Hawaii. Beautiful estate. Uh, these people live right on the ocean. They were the ones saying, if you don't believe in uh, you know, climate change, and you know, pay up your carbon taxes. You're going to be extinct in five, ten years, and you know the seas rising and all the problems. You know, we'll wipe out the most of the houses. Well, why do they build their permanent estate, their numero one estate, not their extra vacation house, right on the ocean? Because they know that it's a scam. The whole thing's a scam. There has never been climate change. There never will be. It's got nothing to do with man. Take man off the planet, it'll be the same thing you have now. And it's all verifiable. I've done all the study. Um, just because the sun and the moon do what they do, that doesn't mean, you know... Uh, and they try to scare people with the weather every year. Oh, it's never been this hot. It's never been this cold. It's never been this, this never had this many hurricanes. This is all climate change. We have to do something about it. And the whole point of it is a shakedown of the population of of hard-earned dollars to take more. It's basically theft by government. Then what they want to do is kill you. Uh, you know, with COVID or with the next thing because they don't like population. Don't you understand what we're looking at? How Look, try to understand. Why is it so hard for Zeff to exist day to day? He can't, can't even exist. You know, just, it's why is there no sunlight? It's all pain and suffering every night. I mean, if you have any empathic qualities as I do, you probably should be in pain. You should not be celebrating. Right now would not be the time to celebrate. I am beginning to accept that the entire point of man is to murder man. Yes, I I accept it. The entire point of human is to murder human. Got it. The entire point of man is to be able to hate. The entire point of man is to be able to do evil to other men and to cause them suffering. The entire point of, of you know, a Lucifer-run planet is to cause as much pain and suffering to man as possible or to human as possible. Okay? Uh, I see that and I feel it. But the idea that people walk around as if they're going to look for some kind of, uh, you know, they're going to go shopping. They're going to go on a cruise. 
They're going to go drive to the park. Maybe they'll go to the dog park. They're going to take the kids on a vacation up into the the state park or the mountains somewhere by the lake or by the sea. I don't understand that. How is that possible? They're going to go have a family reunion dinner uh, where they're going to give out prizes to people that could guess uh, the questions about the family that go back through decades because they have a traditional family, maybe somewhere up in the Vermont or something. How is this possible? They're going to go to the country club for Thanksgiving dinner. How is this possible? They've gotten into the country club, so they, they, have, uh, they have some kind of status in society. How is that possible? There is no status in society. Getting into the country club only means that you flush yourself down the toilet. Why does nothing mean what it says? Why does everything mean a lie? Why is everything a lie? Why is every act and every thought a lie? Why is the entire population a lie? Why is it okay to kill 90% of humans with no consequences? Answer, because they're useless eaters. They go to work, yeah, but their job is meaningless. They go do meaningless work because they're meaningless people. So get rid of them. Why not? Now, a couple things are coming back in. No, 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 wait. See, I'm, I'm five to seven, eight, ten years ahead of time. When we get down the road a few more years, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be feeling good. And the world will feel bad because they're going to realize they've been duped. As soon as, as soon as you start seeing cannibalism out front as a, and euthanasia, especially euthanasia of youth, because come on, we can make these predictions. I'm going to be 100% accurate. Euthanasia and cannibalism coming right around the corner. Which one's going to win? I'll bet cannibalism wins first. You know what I mean? Where people start accepting the idea of eating humans. They're beginning to push it as a solution to the big carbon problem. The carbon problem. And they're actually, you know, these fucking pieces of shit that should have never been born in the first place are out killing cows. To show how stupid these people are. They're killing cows. Well, I'm just following orders. No, no, no. You are an absolute blight and should not be here. Kill yourself. They're killing cows because they want to save the world from climate change. Let me just repeat that one more time. These human beings 
are murdering millions of cows and destroying millions of farmers' lives and ranchers' lives because they were told to kill them to save the earth. Let me repeat that. These people are murdering cows and murdering the meat supply, therefore denying it to humans, especially the nutrients involved, uh, because they want to save the earth. These people are destroying flower plants and food plants and food, food processing plants because they want to save the earth by starving humans. These same people are trying to starve their fellow man to save the earth. They're doing it by destroying food processing plants to save the earth. They're making sure that humans starve to death to save the earth, but they're making sure that they go through maximum malnutrition and maximum pain before they kick the bucket. Isn't that compassionate? They're locking people up that walked around in a political protest at the Capitol, and now they're beginning to lock people up that, that simply made a post on social media. They're starting to prosecute them, rather, um, and with the intent of throwing them in jail, causing them to have felonies on their records, causing them to go bankrupt by having to hire lawyers because they don't like them. Because they don't like them. Because they don't like them. They're going to prosecute them because they don't like them and then pin some sort of, you know, made-up crime on them so they can throw them in jail and wreck their family and wreck their lives because they don't like them. Because they don't like them. Because they're not for human extinction. Because they don't want human extinction. And mind you, I'm not, yeah, I'm not pinning it on... I'm pinning it on human. I'm not pinning it on left or right. Fuck left or right. Human. The whole point of setting these things up is to then vilify one entire segment of the population because we don't like them, and then find a pretext into killing them, like killing the Jews, the same thing, killing them, to make our society feel better about itself. While the entire society is also targeted for mass extinction, and they all know it, but they act like they don't, i.e. denial, and so they go on their psychotic break called shopping, and they shop for their holidays. While putting the whole burden of all this on people like me. I'm the one that has to feel it. I'm the one that has to be in sorrow. I'm the one that has no life because of them. It's okay. 
They'll never know. They'll never know anyway the burden they were on the rest of us, on the, the people that were still intact. They'll never know the burden that they are every day. You'll never know what a drag it is to see these people every day. To have every day ruined by the same people walking around as if they have some sort of duty to do something. Some mission, some goal. As they look purposeful walking up and down the street. Now, mind you, all I have is Albuquerque and Santa Fe as my two examples. Now I can barely stand being in Santa Fe for more than five minutes. And part of that problem, it was bad before when it looked like Santa Fe had just turned into this, like, you know, T-shirt selling business, you know. Now it's back to, like, having, you know, haute cuisine and, you know, you know, some sort of, you know, Santa Fe fashion and, architecture and, you know, culture of some sort. (laughs) And I say, well, I like culture and I like art and I like to see what people are up to and I'm curious and I have ideas of my own as well. I like to interact. I like to be creative. But that's not what happens when I'm in that environment. It's more like I watch them go into these shops and stand in the corner and see their friends. They're getting ready to vote in the midterms now. Of course, in Santa Fe, it's all going to be you know, they all vote Democrat and, you know, Albuquerque and south of Albuquerque, they vote Republican and the state's kind of divided. It's one or the other. I'd say Republicans wouldn't be so bad if there just weren't a lot of pedophiles in it. Oh, no, 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 it's okay. You know, it's it's okay. It's just another phase of the disintegration of the culture and the... Uh, collapse of the civilization once and for all. So, and then they don't even understand that Jesus is the logos, the uh, the word, you know. They don't know that there's a, an architect, a real one. They don't know that there's a cornerstone. They wouldn't know what that means. They don't know that there's a beginning and it ends in Alpha and Omega. They don't know that the, the uh, everything that exists always exists. And they don't understand. All they know is this little simulated world. Okay, so with that in mind, how does a person like me find any joy in anything? Not that it's about me, because it's not. But it would be nice if, you know, we didn't feel like killing ourselves all day long, every day. You know, meaning I shouldn't have been here in the first place. What's the point? I don't understand the point. There's so much in a human that's about goodness and the right things and having good conversation, having right 
thinking and right but but it's not here anymore not in the united states and i guess my theory is it's because of the mass extinction and democide you know democide that they um they feel that on some level i think and except they're not honest about it so instead of having that be the conversation, um, the conversation is about, you know, what school little Johnny here is going to next year. And, you know, there's no way to get help. Get me out of this. <laughs> yeah, and King Charles, he's with the biggest democidal maniac in the world. He wants to make it a military operation. Just kill mass, you know, just probably just drop, you know, nukes on everybody, you know, on, on Earth just to really get it done. So they can really feel powerful against God, whom they know exists, but they feel is weak, that he can be beaten. So that's what I kind of deal with. And then, you know, now I, I, I turn my thoughts to Jesus and to where, where, where to, Lord? How do I, you know, no, I never was told it was going to be this bad. I never thought it would be that. No, because everybody I know pretty much is in denial that it's this bad. In other words, they've survived it. They can't call it what it is or it would ruin their lives and they couldn't get out of bed. So they have to live in a delusion in order just to breathe. So I say that Jesus, please bring these people into alignment. And God, you know there's a cause that happens to make everyone come to you. Everyone comes to you when that, that when that Reality is clear. They come to you. And mass. But you don't want that. You don't want that. You don't want them to come to mass, do you? You, you? you want them to keep thinking. And this reminds me of a scripture that they've been given over to strong delusion that they would believe a lie, and they do. And this ends up causing the collapse, which is well predicted in the Bible. That when the conditions are like this, if things collapse. Can you imagine being able to have Bible study in a grade school anymore in public schools? It would never happen. How about prayer in school? It will never happen. <laughs> We've gone so far in the last 10 years toward the Antichrist. We've basically welcomed in the Antichrist. Lucifer. The one who reigns upon the earth. Whether it's for a short time or not, he still is reigning on the earth. And as long as he is, they will all kowtow appropriately. And if you mention there is a Lucifer, they'll say, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? 
You're sounding crazy. Maybe you need to go get some therapy, and that therapy will help you. Leave me alone, though. I'm not looking for trouble here. <laughs> so, because nobody wants to admit the existence of evil, no one can even fathom that the governments of the world would kill their own people. Nobody would think that, right? Nobody would think that, right? That's not the world we're in. And yet now we're thinking it because we've witnessed it. We have proof that it exists. So now what do we do? They put it right out there, event 201. Johns Hopkins study. They did it all on their desktops and laptops. Then it went live. Then it failed. But they're still, so they're regrouping for another run at it, as Bill Gates. He's going to take another run at it. This next virus will really get him. Well, I'm really going to get him this time. And everyone just bows down. Yes, Mr. Gates. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Yes, Mr. Gates. Whoever makes the most money is God. Yes, Mr. Gates. I saw a sequence, a little video where Gates got a pie in the face, of course, from his peers. I just said, how wonderful that would be if some kid walked up to him and put a pie in his face. But, of course, that'll never happen because people are scared to death. So they let their kids become fondled and penetrated and pawned and sold. I.e., in other words, groomed. What for? They're groomed to take care with a new revolution. The new revolution involves kids doing what they are told. And not from just mama and papa, but any adult. That's the language of Dambla. Now you figure it out. Everywhere in the world where this has ever gone this far has been destroyed. And <laughs> I'm just sitting here watching the train wreck. Should I sit here and say nothing? I mean, you know. No, I imagine a lot of this will get people to call out on the Lord. I call out on the Lord. So what do you do? The only sanity I have is, is Jesus Christ. That is sanity. I all day long, all day long, I'm calling on the Lord. I'm, Lord, can you please help us here to, to just maintain through this crazy spiritual warfare of, it seems that anybody that disagrees, anyone that isn't along with it or whatever, you know, anyone that's trying to do something now has 10 times the amount of spiritual warfare trying to block their projects or block their lives, block their jobs, block their their basic, you know, survival techniques on how to 
you know, survive in general and put food on the table for kids. And you know, now there's 10 times the attacks. And by the way, that's commensurate with 10 times the, pri- the prices. And, it, and, and where the government's screaming, we're really on a roll now with the human population, the crosshairs about to become extinct at their hand and they're instead of trembling as if karma might get them. They're celebrating and dancing and singing. Living large. Big parties. Lots of jets. Lots of private jets going everywhere and yachts going everywhere and just lots of, you know, live it up decadently. As long as you're giving praise to Satan, you are good to go. But it may be that we've gone so far at this point that the only thing that's really going to bring it back into alignment is extinction. What I heard the Lord talk about was a third of humanity. A third of the creatures in the ocean and a third of humanity And you know what? It says they still wouldn't listen. <laughs> and then the two witnesses came along and they really tore them up all over the world. They just couldn't live with those witnesses because they provided reflective consciousness. In other words, a conscience. Ah, conscience. It's not until they slew them, the two witnesses, that they felt happiness again. They felt their bad deeds were completely shrouded in darkness and no one saw anything. The way, the truth, and the life, no man comes to the Father except through me. Well, that's true. (laughs) Everyone that says they have a connection with God, if they do, it's because of Jesus, even if they don't know Jesus yet. (laughs) Because <laughs> it's not based in space-time, exactly. Which is yet another illusion, illusionary folly of this world. No, they're to the point now where they want to extinct all of humanity. They want to kill... No, they don't just want to kill a few billion. They want to kill all. Don't kid yourselves. They want them all gone, and then they actually want to kill each other, too. I mean, they want to kill everything. And and they say it almost daily. You, you, you hear it somewhere in the news. So to them, I would say this. It's well understood why you want to kill everything. 
And anyone that rejects God will feel likewise, will feel in kinship, will feel they're doing the earth a favor. And, you know, getting rid of those rugrats, those awful children that are screwing everything up. However, this is not the time for that. This is not the time of that. This is not the time. So... No, I no. It's look. Why should people like us be like crippled by all this? Where they get to go off and partay right off the cliff. You know, I say. I I know I know the reason because you feel sorrow that they're all dying. How would you like to be someone that's had the jab? I don't know how many of them will perish, but that was the original idea to use the jab to take, you know, a good portion of the people, you know, at least 15% of the people out and then increase it every year to everywhere. Even Fauci's come back out and said, we need a jab every year. Anyway, it's, it's, um, Everything I said in year one of the Zeph Report, year two, year three, everything I've said about the Zeph Report, about the world, about the pedocracy, about the people, about the various families, remember we talked about all those, about the traitors to this world, everything that we've ever said or characterized about them all has been true. And I feel good about that. I haven't had to change anything about anything. Really, I mean, the big, I mean, I may have little things wrong here and there, but I mean, in terms of the big characterization about what the world is, who's in it, what the point is, what the struggle is, what people are typically going to do, who, why the people in power are corrupt, and absolute power corrupts absolutely, as we know. And that's why they're corrupt, because absolute power corrupts absolutely. You want to keep going around, and the kind of, what's first, chicken or the egg? What's first is absolute power corrupts absolutely. If they have absolute power like Klaus Schwab, they're corrupting. And there's nothing you can, he can do to me. He sits there and goes, we rule over the earth now. Are you will listen to us. You know, it's just, it's like, it's like a guy with an IQ of, you know, two. It's like, like a cartoon character. Yet deadly serious. And so I, um, everything I've said today is true. In fact, I didn't say anything. I just reacted to how it feels to see all of humanity put in the crosshairs of democide 
uh, while they're walking around uh, looking uh, for T-shirts and trinkets and things to buy, eating and drinking in marriage. And you're saying, there's this huge tsunami coming. And they're like, ah, <laughs> you know, I've had five jabs. I couldn't feel better. <laughs> I almost feel like they're running on demonic energy. So I'm just giving you like a little bit of a performance art today, just kind of like encapsulating how it feels. But Jesus is the answer without Jesus. And, you know, just slow going because I've gone through, I think it's a high time of witchcraft right now. We can we can all feel that coming in. This, this is going to be a big year for the witches. Right, Trish? Yeah. Big year. Oh, boy. They're really... What they're doing now is they're celebrating their victory. They feel they have victory already over all of you. That you will bend to their will. Because as we know, the witches run everything, all the presidencies and the, you know, the King Charles's and the... This is a big day for them, too, the 21st anniversary of 9 21st, man, 666. Right? This is it. We're George W. 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 said that uh, they planted bombs in the buildings high enough so nobody could get out. <laughs> and then it, and then it said, "What do you think about that?" Oh, he just misspoke. He just misspoke. He says clearly, "We planted the bombs high enough." And no, you, you know, he, he was trying to uh, praise the torture of certain Muslim leaders, saying, We learn from them that the explosives were placed high enough in the building so that the people above it could not get out alive. <laughs> He's laughing about it. I mean, he, he said it in black and white, he says it very plainly. And yet the people, oh, 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 yay, yay, President Bush. And now the queen is having her Babylonian burial. Yay, Jesus, Jesus, yeah. The gods of this world, what do we mean, God of this world? We hope for the, the faiths of this world. Says Joe, by the faiths of this world. Ah. <laughs> well, you know, how would you feel if you were Joe Biden? You couldn't exactly be in the Catholic Church being a murderer and a criminal, right? Especially with all the money he's stealing and laundering it through Ukraine, which through a fake war. It's 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 just, and people actually believe there is a war. People go, oh, there's a war going on. I just couldn't see any action. I just didn't see anyone getting blown up. I don't know. All these people are partying down in Kiev. <laughs> well, anyway, we just keep going with all this. I, 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 it's, it's so, you know, we predicted all of it. So we should be happy with that and stop, you know, trying to control everything. I guess that's my frustration is I, I just, it's hard to believe that, you know, one more rung down on the ladder and they'd seem to, no problem. So I wonder where the threshold is where the human just can't take it anymore. 
Thought, thought, thought. Or do they just die in queue? Well, I don't want to see anyone die. I, I never did. I don't want to. I tried to stop from taking the jab. I've tried to, you know, done, done everything I could to make everything um, plain. And, but um, we're just not going to be in vain here. We're not going to say things unless. Uh, how about another one of these? I'm not, I don't want to say anything in, in, in vain. I don't want them to. I don't know. Yes, they'll go to the end, the, to the last man. Yes. They will kill down to the last man if given the chance. And even then, they don't want to stop, but there won't be more of them. And I suppose the big pressure, the big test is on to see who is worthy. And there's a few chosen by God that are worthy, but usually these people are total misfits. You know what I mean? They're like, you know, the dregs of society. They're not really in society. They're not, you know, some are. God can have people, you know, in various um, uh, walks of life, of course. And what people of God are supposed to do is to speak the truth, speak the word, even like my tortured way of doing it today. Just as long as it's the truth, that's all right. Just get that out. Uh, was that a dream I had? Someone showing me the... Uh, The triangles of Satan to all meaningful or whatever. And I'm, um, I, you know, try, have your triangle. Oh, I need to find, yeah. If I could find that song, that'd be good. Uh, Illuminati Horror. Well, there it is. Uh, okay, let's see if I can bring that in here. And uh, leave you something really fun to... Okay, hold on one sec. <laughs> Okay. No, no, no. Oh, no. I started playing on the... Um... No, no, no. Well, it started playing on the um, the iTunes thing on this thing, and I'm just like, okay, not exactly what I wanted. So let's, uh, I mean, it's an old song, but, you know, deserves a repeat. We'll play it as we're winding up. Rich Keltner was the uh, the author of the track. I put on the uh, lyrics and production, and boy, we had a good time doing that, didn't we? Anyway, the answer is Jesus. 
The answer to all my frustration. No, I'm not talking about you right now. I'm talking about me, okay? No, I'm not preaching at you. I'm preaching at me. Everything that I said that was driving me mad is soothed by the great comforter, by Jesus and the Holy Spirit. God tells me, yes, you're accurate, but you're, you're, it's bothering, it's moving you around and getting you jittery and getting you upset. Uh-oh, I see a mouse. I see a mouse. They've been hiding out in the uh, the wood uh, the wood chipper thing, the wood uh, fire starter thing. Uh-oh. You just take that thing outside. Yeah, before he jumps off of there. Nobody will. It's just a baby. Oh. Just take it outside. No, I'm not going to carry it outside. You do it. I'll take over the podcast while you do it. Okay, well, you'll do better than me. <laughs> no. Uh, how can I? I'll hold, I'll hold uh, the dog. Steph, the, the, the baby mouse is going to jump out of there. Ooh. Open. Quickly. Back. Pain. Pain and suffering. Ah. Pain. <laughs> okay. He did it. But his back went out. Again. Sorry. For the 18th million time. I didn't mean to. People uh, of the world are killing my back. I didn't mean to hurt you, buddy. Okay, <laughs> please. <laughs> now I've had a back injury that's been on and off for, oh gosh, seems like about two weeks. It's been really uh, painful and has been what I would call debilitating in the sense that uh, you know I haven't been able to really move around. This has been bothering me for months, actually. And uh, I think the reason is from like a spiritual standpoint, I think it's just like sort of, you know, a warning to me to you know, pull myself together. You know what I mean? <laughs> On a lot of levels. And uh, I've been trying. I, I don't know why things are so difficult. But things are really, for me, very, very, very difficult today. I I feel very, very bad about everything. And um, I don't feel any... Do you feel joy? <laughs> I'm looking at a beautiful, I got a beautiful little house here in the middle of nowhere and nice little plants growing and nice little flowers and now it's going into the fall and got a little fireplace I made outside so I could sit outside and just be with nature and look at the birds and have a little fire and feel all, and I can't settle down though. I built this fireplace and I can't enjoy it. I built a little waterfall out there. I can't enjoy it. I put on music. I can't enjoy it. I start working on a writing project, like you know, writing a screenplay or something, and or like I've done for our last uh, project, you know, coming back on another draft. 
very successful, you know, at this point. And, uh, you know, so says, you know, the industry. <laughs> and I can't enjoy it. You get paid for something. I can't enjoy it. I, I, something's bothering me where I can't even, I don't have five minutes. I don't have a minute. I don't have 30 seconds. And um, it, it doesn't matter what I do. Whether, okay, complete failure, I can't enjoy that either. Complete failure, complete success, it's irrelevant. I can't enjoy it any, anyway. Um, you know, uh, you know, <sighs> Why is that? And I'm I'm getting to the bottom of it. I'm I'm starting to really understand that I've I've uh, that the level of frustration, the, the damage, the probably the psychological damage that was done to me um, through the COVID thing is a lot more than I thought. You know what I mean? The 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 the, the obvious gaslighting, the obvious COVID vaccination, the obvious uh, lockdowns, the obvious. Uh, the predictable and predicted things that happen over and over and over with a predictable outcome every time, every single time, without fail, humans don't ever disappoint, do they? There's a growing number of people that are awakened that, well, they're just like me. They're probably just frustrated now. You know, and now we're going to watch a bunch of people die. You know, people that have two, three years, four years into the jab, and then, you know, the things that start happening. You know, the jabs, you know, they lace some of the vaccines we got as kids with cancer. Did you know that? I bet you a lot of you did know that. Well, they laced it with cancer, you know, that it would get us in our old, it wouldn't get us right there when we were kids, but it would get us in our older age. Right? <laughs> you live in an evil world, man. So I can't celebrate. I can't find anything to feel good about. I can't feel find. You know, I like I like talking to friends and stuff, and but something bothering me. So I just can't settle down and say, "Ah ha ha, that's funny joke," or "Oh boy, isn't that nice that happened?" or "Isn't that wonderful? Let's savor that." <sighs> There's no savoring. There's just the next thing. And I think that might be a form of uh, shell shock, like from from being in the you know being bombed too much in uh, you know Cambodia or something. Yeah. You know, it may be a form of a PTSD, and uh, that I can't, I can't. Just, there's nothing. You know, birthday, fuck you. I don't care. I great. I love it. I love you. Have a great birthday. But I can't. I just. I don't see it. A birthday is sad. A person being born is sad. Oh, a new baby in the world. Oh, how wonderful. Where are we going to go to school? Hey, look at all this stuff we have to look forward to. Hey, look, here's Santa Claus. I mean, what are you going to do now? Everything is destroyed. Well, let's teach him a new language. <laughs> My dog is saying to me, you're not going to take that attitude. So he's like jumping on me. Right? He's going to bark in a second. There he goes.
There he goes. He just was, he's just so excited. No biting. He's so excited. He's so excited. He doesn't, he notices nothing. <laughs> no, they're not going to bite me now. No biting. No biting. He thinks he can get away with just biting my clothes. <laughs> ah, he's teething. He needs something, Trish. He needs something new. He wants my shoe. Okay, so there you have it. Out of the mouth of babes. My dog. Feeling no pain. No threat. No problem. Uh, I guess I'm just out of sync. You know, that can happen. You just, it gets, I mean, I know people that get so far gone down this road that they can't talk anymore. Have you ever, like grandpa, right? He can't talk anymore. Well, he just decided not to. He doesn't want to talk. He doesn't want to think. He wants to listen to 1983 uh, baseball game between the, uh, the Giants and the uh, Mets. Or <laughs> he wants to listen to that over and over again. Well, that's fine. Let him listen to it. Why does he have to be lucid? There's no future for him. Everybody is just waiting around for him to die anyway. No, I know. No, no, I, I realize my you know, position is uh, untenable, and I don't. I intend to, you know. What would you like me to do? I think he needs the dog park. That's. I don't think I can avoid it anymore. Where? Run away. Outside. Right. Well, that was the whole point. Right. But we got him out of here. We got the mouse out. I did not kill the mouse. I got him out of here or some snake before hibernation is going to have a nice little meal of that. No, no, he's coming back. He's coming. He's under the uh, dog pad now. Under the dog pad. Oh, shoo, wow. shoo him. There he is. Which, which right there. Dog pad. Front. My line of vision, perfect. Right there, right there, right there, right there, right there. Perfect. Into the wall, into the wall, into the wall. Yep. Just keep them out, out, off the... The doors are shut. Because if he comes back in here again, that he's going to get it. He's going to be a smished mouse. Yeah. And then I'm going to say, why couldn't it have been me? Um... Anyway, so what I'm doing about this uh, condition that I have of not being able to sell down for five minutes, I mean, I did manage to watch a little bit of uh, Cobra Kai, the, uh, the 80s Valley, hokey, stupid, very Disney kind of, you know, idiotic show, and I loved it. 
I didn't care. I just loved it. I loved it. I was able to almost settle into it. Almost. And I need something really horrific. It looks like uh, that this Frightmare thing we do every year, we're going to do that this year. We got John Carpenter is going to show up there. That'll be cool, meeting him. We're going to, yeah, meeting him will be, gosh, he really shaped my life. You know, the, the movies he made, the movies John Carpenter made were, they really, okay, he can't stand it now. He needs to go to the dog park. It's time. He, gonna, he was racing around. What we're going to do is run him out. We're going to run him out at the park. He wants to run, man. But, um, yeah, John Carpenter. I mean, when I think of the, the movie They Live, when I saw that, even like Prince of Darkness and, um, you know, Escape from New York, you know, the stuff he did with uh, Kurt Russell. And, yeah, and that was a good old day. <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago. The thing, the fact that he would do, uh, he also did his own music, which I have a couple of tracks of music on Girl Next, but I don't have any. On, on Quantum Devil, I produced, uh, no, I did write, I co-wrote and produced the final, well, you've heard it, Ether, that's on the very end of the score, end of the, you know, the credit roll at the end, it, it plays under that. It sounds like a James Bond um, song, and... Uh, I'm really pretty proud of it for that. I I I need to remix it though. It's I, I need it bigger. You know, sometimes you want to do a real orchestra. You know what I mean? When you have sampled instruments, you know it's good, but but still, an orchestra, a real orchestra is going to give you a bigger sound. So I mean, there's no way to. Yeah, there's still no way for digital to cheat analog. There really isn't. But um, so. These some of these guys at this like this is like a horror convention in 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 Texas and um, in Dallas and you see like I saw Lance Heinrich at the last one you know Lance Heinrich was God he was old man oh you guys but he was a trooper he was hanging in there and he was he was just gonna get he was gonna sign those autographs and then. Uh, a guy that we we worked with on uh, Quantum Devil, uh, Robert England, you know, Freddie. He was there, and he had so many, such a line of people that wanted autographs signed, and they pay for these autographs. He had such a long line that he actually just got up and left before the line concluded. He just, he couldn't do it anymore, right? He just got tired. And uh, so this year there'll be John Carpenter and, so it's fun, you know, From and it was fun seeing all the other kids that were there, like Nev Campbell was there. And, it's, you know, the reason I think you get so many stars there is because there's so many people that are so enthusiastic about sci-fi, horror, and fantasy. You know what I mean? And um, sci-fi, horror, and fantasy really does endure, over, not just over the, the season, but over the years. And um, I've never been a complete horror guy, but I'm sort of, you know, I guess uh, I can I can go real dark, um, you know, and in a nonchalant way, <laughs> you know, like 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 unfazed or un, it's weird, like no filter. So I guess that's what makes me valuable <laughs> in that way, in in that you know collaboration on those kinds of things, and we're collaborating now on. Uh, 
the novelization of society and um you know it's really a, being co-written by me and, and Brian Usna who've become friends again and uh so that's a good thing too and I'm trying to convince him to go this tech the Texas thing because he's they would line up around the block for him too because of all the I mean you know, the amazing uh, legacy he has in terms of uh, films, you know, Reanimator and all that stuff, and 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 um, the uh, uh, one of my favorite ones he did was the dentist. <laughs> the dentist, oh, funny. And then he he actually did an alien abduction movie called uh, Oh, I forget what it's called, a uh, progeny, I think, and. Uh, Good little movie, you know? And then I did a few with him early on in his directing career. And then now he's, you know, directs everything. So hopefully he'll be there too. And there's got to be some... He did another... I think his best movie is probably Night of the Living Dead 3. He did a sequel to Night of the Living Dead, which is a classic. He did three, number three, which turned out to be a very good movie. So anyway... uh the movies. But the thing about the genre people is that they're so loyal and they're so enthusiastic and they know want to know everything about how the effects were done and how, you know, and they stay loyal over the years. So you don't really get that so much with just, you know, movies come and go. And, um, you know, to prevent that from happening is you've you got to find a way to create something that will stay the course of time. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to make money on it necessarily, you know, but, you know, some things are more important than money, you know what I mean? To make something that will stand the test of time, even if it doesn't pay you millions and millions of dollars, um, you know, the, 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 the better that than having everything you've done be forgotten, which is the case with most people. They, they create, they have a number one movie for a season, but then who are you? You did, how long ago is that? Oh, yeah you know, yesterday's news. And so that's what happens with, you know, we're good that we're talking about the movie thing. Well, that's good. That's, a, I got a, I knew I had a lot of energy this morning because I've been eating my spinach. Let me tell you something, guys. If you don't think spinach gets you going lights of fire under you, you're out of your mind. It's a great thing to eat. Right, Trish? Yeah. It's an amazing thing. And uh, I can't wait to have another, like, spinach salad with, uh, you don't need anything else, just spinach, oil and vinegar, and, you know, a steak, and you pump that iron up in your system, and away you go, because I was feeling really weak, and, you know, I'm still feeling kind of lousy when I stand up, and I'm, you know, trying to move around, and, but I got that mouse out of here, so I did that. You did that, Huh? Yeah, and I'm still okay. I'm not injured. We don't have to go to the hospital. Good. Fantastic. <laughs> anyway, no, these old guys that were out at the convention last summer, it's actually in the spring, um, these dates come right up. They were, um, I, 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 Lance Heinrich must be in his 80s or something, you know what I mean? He's like very frail, but he's all enthusiastic, you know what I mean? That's the one thing we can all agree on is these movies can be fun to watch, but fun to, you know, meet people behind the scenes and 
And, you know, there's books written and there's documentaries you can get and they have booths there with vendors and you can get signed copies of this and special uh, collectibles because people collect and they have a collection that actually through the years goes up in value. And so there's all that going on. And so that's why I like the horror, you know, like Comic-Con in San Diego. It's the biggest uh, industry pretty much took that over, though. You know, I like more independent, uh, like Frightmare in in, uh, Dallas. Uh, Look it up. Uh, You know, you may want to go. It's it. Last year was so crowded, I couldn't go to everything because I again my back went out again. And the and the and the uh, we drove down there, and then I was having trouble. You know, we had a screening there of Girl Next that sold out the whole screening. You know, sold out standing room only. A few don't actors in the audience. The guy that presented it was uh, Julian Sands. You know, known actor and. You remember he was uh, the warlock, remember, from the 80s? <laughs> but, but he, you know, boxing Helena and whatever, other things. And he announced it, and he, he said some really nice things about the movie. He had just seen it. And he said a lot of nice things about it that no one told him to say. He didn't have to say anything. But oh, thanks a lot. He said, um, you know, nice things about uh, Larry's directing and just, and just how the movie hit him as a subversive I don't know how he put it exactly, but he did say subversive. He said, um, you know, he, he mentioned uh, like influences like uh, Stanley Kubrick and stuff. We did have a couple of things we did intentionally like that. And we have Kubrick. We have like a few icons that I guess that we look up to. And one would be Kubrick. One would be David Lynch. One would be just, you know, and if there's a place to put in like a little salute, we, you know, we'll do that. And, um, you know, so that was, uh, that was cool. And I missed that screening because I was, you know, having, you know, back pain and I, I didn't, they're pulled the screening together at the last minute. I didn't think there'd be that many people there. Come to think of it, maybe I'm glad I didn't go. I, I would have had to stand, you know, but we were in an adjacent hotel that, that that used to be held at the uh, the Hyatt at the DFW airport, and now it's going to be in a convention center. So it's it's uh, grown. I mean, they couldn't handle any more people. They just there was just no way to get anywhere. It was just completely slam packed, you know, with with people, and um, all of them knew their stuff. All of them knew. Like for the last thirty, forty years, they have all, they have the whole the whole thing of of what films and, and a lot of nerds, you know what I mean? A lot of like geeky kind of guys, you know, with like uh, you know you know Van Halen t shirts and stuff. It was cool. I enjoyed. Um, you know, it's, I'm so gonna go to the next one and uh, and. Uh, now that I've seen what happens there and I've seen how cool it is, it's, you know, definitely a place where you can, uh, you know, you may not feel like you've been that successful or anything, but I mean, you can go there and you can feel like a million dollars, you know, with people that say, Hey, you did this or you did that. It's like, yeah. Hey, well, thank you for remembering that. That's, uh, that's nice. You know, isn't it? (laughs) 
I'm not sure anything would bring back the, the, the days of old where you could just uh, sit at the lake and watch the sit at the river and watch it just flow down river and an occasional kayak goes by and you know what I mean? And kind of head up to the uh, restaurant, have like lunch with a couple of friends and you know, take a nap and go out and have dinner, look at the stars, enjoy nature. Don't know. Don't know if those days will ever come back after this. Uh, I'm still reeling. I, I feel like the pandemic was really dirty. You know what I mean? I feel really dirty from it. Even though I didn't do it. And I've been warning against it and trying to tell people, you know, please at least do your own research on the on the vaccines. And they wouldn't do it. My God, they wouldn't do it. And then if you have unfortunately taking the jab then you know um here are things you can do you know that that might help but I, there's no guarantee and then here's Zev Zelensky you know rest in peace who also had a, a you know special uh supplements for people that had taken the vax because we we know taking the vax would have been like you know an innocent thing to do you know it, it just um we know no one would you know you wouldn't take it thinking that you're going to get hurt I don't think anyway. So, so this, you know, so we're trying to, um, you know, despite everything, of course, and look, the fact that not as many people took it as what they wanted, and how Biden was saying that if you get, look, if you, you know, take the vaccine, you, you won't get any of the, uh, any COVID. You, you won't have to go to the hospital. Remember when when he said that. It just makes me feel dirty. Dirty to be in this country. Dirty to be next to Biden. I feel dirty around him. I feel dirty around his son. I feel dirty around those news articles that talk about. I feel dirty when I see that clip where he says, you won't have to get any, you, you won't have to, uh, you'll be able to travel. You'll be able to have your job. Or when Don Lemon said it on CNN, he goes, you, you'll be able to go to the ball game. You'll be able to go to the, you know, or when the Foo Fighters, the Foo Fighters said, you don't have a vaccination, you don't come see us. A week later, the drummer dies. A week later, listen, he goes, if you don't get vaccinated, like you're a bad person, Dave Grohl is saying, you know, Mr. Foo Fighter, you know, Mr. You know, wannabe Kurt Cobain guy. And, um, you know, he, and he's saying uh, all this uh, horrible stuff to people. Like, he's totally politically correct. He's a complete Nazi. He's down with the government. He's with the establishment. He gets to play the bad boy to make you think that you're being rebellious. But no, you're not being rebellious. You're falling right in line because he's in line. The Foo Fighters are in line. We're all in line getting you to fall in and bow down to the three-piece suit. There you go, honey. Yep, that's him. And he told you to get that shot before you went to that concert. You're not going to get in that concert, the L.A. Forum. That forum holds, I don't know, holds a couple hundred thousand people or something, at least a hundred thousand. You're not getting in that L.A. Forum and down in Inglewood, you're not getting in there without that shot. 
A week later, Taylor Hawkins, the drummer, dies. They go, oh, it was from an overdose of heroin. Oh, it was fentanyl. I swear to God. No, he took the jab. He's a young man. The drums are athletic. It's You sweat when you play drums. So he's like athletes. The athletes were sudden death syndrome. He fell over. Done. They tried to blame it on drugs. They tried to cover up the fact. And now they're out there continuing to play. They don't believe it was the vaccine. Continuing to play, now they have his son involved. And and I'm just like, they go, well, the rest of us didn't die. No, no, that and that's the way it hits. It hits one over here, one over there, one over here. And the reason it does that is because that's the way they stacked the deck. They made it so that uh, this region over here will get these kind of shots, and the, these guys over here get those kind. Some were kill shots, some weren't, some were placebos. So, you know, it was a, a mixture and it was very orchestrated, you know. And to this day, the Foo Fighters continue on and have gotten away with the accusations of being establishment. They're back to being rebels like the Beatles. The Beatles, 100% conformists, 100% establishment worshipers, 100% causing you to bow down. Hello. Yes. And oh, but I really like their music. Well, no one's saying they aren't, you know, they, when you work for the establishment, they pick the best musicians to march out their cause all through manipulation, deception, and mind control. And they get her done. The whole world, it's conformed because of them. So we chose right, right? Is that a nice harvest, Satan? No, I need the death of all humans. Oh, now we're going to push the, the, the goalpost even further. That's right. I want you to kill every last human being on earth, and then you will ascend. No problem. You got a problem with that? Contra the world? By the way, you leaders of these various countries that make your people lock down and take jabs and kill themselves, you're going to get killed too. You're just going to last another five minutes, okay? That's fine with me. Anything for a perfect global society. Thank you. And off to the races. And um, you're not going to get in Madison Square Garden unless you have the jab. So now, with all the controversy and the fact that the whole, all the jabs have you know worn off, now they can't run away from it faster. And that they, but they even still have countries like Austria that want you to have a vaccine passport, where it's becoming like anathema, like a pariah to have one of those. Just means you're going to die. And. In the face of overwhelming evidence, there are still people that keep on because they want to kill their people. They just want to. Hard for me to believe at first that there are that many people in the world who want to kill their constituents. They want to kill 
the people that have entrusted their lives to them under God to be protected, and they want more than anything else to return the favor by murder. And they still want that. They just need for Fauci and Gates and Schwab and everybody to come up with a new gimmick. Secretly, they believe, and I, I believe I know what the gimmick is. Not a gimmick. Euthanasia and cannibalism. Pushing the witchcraft. Highest amount of witches in the United States is, it, it now is more than double the, the historic average going all the way back to the inception. So how easy is it to push cannibalism when you have witchcraft as your religion? Simple. Because pagans of old were always sacrificial cults, many of which were cannibalistic. If you just go read a history book, you'll see that that's true. Anyway, here we go. I'm going to play a couple of things and I might come back. I, you know, forgive me for being frustrated today. I, I, I've, I've struggled with, you know, it's like every time I seem to get uneven ground, they throw something else, some, another emergency at us. I, I'm so sick of these people, please. And then the, now they're going to try the global warming lockdown. There's no global warming. There is no climate change. There never was and there never will be. Well, of course the climate changes. It's called climate. Climate change, you know, everyone knows that. The position of the sun, the moon, and the stars and everything affect weather, you know. We get different weather. But they keep saying every time something people are suffering, with, oh, you see, we got to do something about that. What they mean is they need your tax dollars. They just want to shake you down again till you got nothing left. Then when you're just a useless eater, who needs to be dependent on the government and food lines, which is what they want, then they'll kill you all. The only way you're going to stop that is you've got to stand up. You've got to stand up even at the risk of being thrown in jail and stuff like that. You know, you've got to do what some of the you know, more brave people out there are doing today. You've got to stand up. and A lot of people lost their lives over the vaccine, over, you know, exposing the vaccines. Robert De Niro, big coward. He was, you know, him and uh, you know, Bobby Kennedy, who, you know, had the first Vax movie, they were in, in lockstep together in the beginning. But then, you know, De Niro couldn't handle it. He was making a lot of money off Nobu and his film career and Tribeca, and he just couldn't do it. He went with the money. Over lives. He's always been a little bit of a clown figure ever since to me. I can't take it anymore, so we gotta play a song. Here we go. In the hide 
Unless he was a curio. 